Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, with the first of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, today we recited from the 10th para of the Quran. So that's why we have finished 10 Jews of the Quran. We recited from Surah Al-Anfal, and thereafter we began Surah Al-Tawbah. Surah Al-Tawbah, as we are aware, is the only surah in the Quran which does not begin with Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. There's different opinions regarding why Surah Al-Tawbah does not begin with Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The preferred view is that it was part of the previous surah. And some have brought it as a separate surah, thereby they have not put Bismillahirrahmanirrahim at the beginning of the surah. In the surah, various laws were discussed regarding zakat, regarding the spoils of war. And we wish to draw your attention to one ayat that we recited in the Taraweeh tonight. Where Allah Ta'ala mentions, إِلَّا تَنْصُرُوهُ فَقَدَ نَصَرَهُ اللَّهِ إِذْ أَخْرَجَهُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا ثَانِيَ اثْنَيْنِ إِذْ هُمَا فِي الْغَارِ إِذْ يَقُولُ لِصَاحِبِهِ لَا تَحْزَنْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَنَا Here in the incident is discussed when Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was making hijrah to Madinah Munawwara. As you know, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa was forcefully removed from Bakatul Mukarramah and the persecution, the harm, the torture, the torment from the side of the kuffar became too much for them to bear. So the sahaba began slowly and secretly making hijrah to Medina Munawara in small groups, small, small groups. Secretly they were making, they were moving until very few sahaba remained and amongst them were Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now the kuffar devised a plan that na'uzu billah they will kill the beloved of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So they surrounded the Mubarak house of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But Allah Ta'ala had inspired upon Rasulullah sallallahu regarding that evil plan. And Nabi Akrim sallallahu came out from his home. Hazrat Ali radiallahu remained in the home of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As Nabi Akrim came out, he recited the ayat, وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ صَدَّوْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ صَدًّا فَأَخْشَيْنَاهُمْ فَمْ لَا يُبْصِرُونَ and he said in this ayat, Allah Ta'ala made it such, they were unable to see Rasulullah Sallallahu coming out. Nevertheless, Nabi Akrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took his companion. Quran refers to the companion of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi The companion of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And who the companion was, was not other than the closest friend of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The greatest person of this ummah after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyiduna Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He was the companion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on this difficult journey. Such love he had for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that after they left the home of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they went and sought refuge in the cave of Thor. And Hazrat Abu Bakr before going to the cave, he first went inside, he cleaned it up, and he, if there were any holes there, he covered all those holes. And thereafter he went inside first. And thereafter Rasulullah sallallahu came. And Nabi Akrim sallallahu rested his Mubarak head on the lap of Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu. There was one hole remaining in that cave. So Hazrat Abu Bakr with his heel covered that hole. The incident mentioned that Nabi Akrim sallallahu fell asleep on the lap of Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu. And whilst he was sleeping, the enemy came. They came right to the mouth of the cave. But there are different narrations. Allah Ta'ala protected them. 
one narration mentioned that Allah Ta'ala caused a spider to spin its web over the mouth of the cave and they were unable to see Rasulullah Sallallahu inside and they thought to themselves that a spider takes a long while to spin its web so it's impossible for anyone to go inside. Another narration mentions that they were divinely assisted and Allah Ta'ala turned their gaze away. So whilst they were in the cave, a snake came and bit the heel of Hazrat Abu Bakr and his eyes began flowing. He began crying, tearing with the pain. But his love for Rasulullah was such that he did not awaken the beloved of Allah But a few droplets of water of tears fell onto the Mubarak face of Rasulullah and Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi awoken and inquired from Hazrat Abu Bakr that what is the matter? Hazrat Abu Bakr mentions that this is, I've been bitten. Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi takes his Mubarak saliva and applies it on the heel of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and instantly he was cured from this bite. So Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi and Hazrat Abu Bakr remain in this cave for three days and during that time the slave of Hazrat Abu Bakr used to bring provisions for them and the son of Hazrat Abu Bakr used to come and give them information. And after staying in that cave, they set out. And Nabi Ikram for this journey, chose Hazrat Abu Bakr as his companion. And the journey of 10 days thereafter, they did not take the normal route that a person takes between Makkah and Medina. They took a different route. And after 10 days, they arrived in Kuba, close to Medina Munawara. So friends and elders, there is one important lesson to be derived from this ayat. إِذْ يَقُولُ لِصَاحِبِهِ لَا تَحْزَنْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَنَا When Allah Ta'ala mentions that Rasulullah Sallallahu told his beloved companion, Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu, in one hadith, Nabi Akram Sallallahu mentioned that أَنْتَ صَاحِبِهِ فِي الْغَارِ وَصَاحِبِهِ فِي الْحُوزِ That oh Abu Bakr, Nabi Akram addresses Abu Bakr and tells him, that oh Abu Bakr, you are my companion in the cave, and you will also be my companion by the Hose Kosar on the day of Qiyamah. And we know that if a person drinks from the Mubarak hands of Rasulullah at the well of Kosar, then he will not be thirsty again. And he is guaranteed safety from the fire of Jahannam. And he is guaranteed Jannat. Only those blessed will be given that opportunity to, to drink from their Hose. So yeah, Nabi Akram gave him glad tidings that you are my companion in the cave and my companion at the Hose Kosar. Many years later, in the time of Hazrat Umar anhu, someone asked Hazrat Umar anhu, that oh, Umar, who is greater in rank? You or Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu? Hazrat Umar anhu, we know the maqam and the status, what a great sahabi, Hazrat Umar anhu. And Hazrat Umar began crying, and he said that one day and one night of Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu, one day and one night of Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu, is far better than the entire life of Hazrat Umar anhu. That one day and one night, that one night that he was referring to, is the night that Hazrat Abu Bakr spent with Rasulullah in the cave. And the day that he's referring to is after the demise of Rasulullah there was one group that refused to pay zakat. And Mashwara was made amongst the Sahaba, Hazrat Umar felt they should, they should be left alone. Hazrat Abu Bakr felt that no war should be made against them. And on that occasion, Hazrat Umar addresses Hazrat Abu Bakr and tells him, or Hazrat Abu Bakr addresses Hazrat Umar and tells him 
that are jabbarun fil jahiliya khawarun fil islam that were you a strong and a powerful person in, during the days of jahalat during the days of ignorance and now you have become a soft and timid person that can the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala die and become harmed whilst I am alive even if they deprive and they do not if they would hold one string also we will definitely wage war against them what the message was is that a group now had shunned an, a great command of Islam one of the five pillars of Islam that is zakat and any person that denies zakat, may Allah protect us, may Allah save us, one is a person does not pay zakat, then he is sinful, it is a major sin. But if a person denies the validity of zakat, and any of the five pillars of Islam, that is salah, zakat, fasting, and hajj, if a person does not perform salah out of laziness, and out of weakness, then it will be a major sin, but he will remain a Muslim. But if he does not perform salah, denying it to be first, denying it to be compulsory, then may Allah protect us, he leaves the fall of Islam. So here, they left the fall of Islam, and they became, uh, by, by denying a pillar of Islam. So Hazrat Abu Bakr then waged war against them, and Allah had granted them victory. So many, many years later, Hazrat Umar then realized the importance of Hazrat Abu Bakr standing up for the command of Islam and for, for the command of deen. So even... In this condition also, he did not let any order of Islam go and let it go like that. So Hazrat Umar mentions that that one day was that day when he waged war and that one night was that companionship and that closeness and that bond that he had with Rasulullah in the cave. And thereafter he is also mentioned that even on the journey from Makkah al-Mukarramah to the Manina Munawwara, he was always looking to protect Rasulullah Sometimes he'd walk behind Rasulullah Sometimes on the right hand side, sometimes on the left, sometimes in front, that wherever he feared, in whichever direction he feared, an attack might come to, be, to the beloved of Allah he wished that he would first protect Rasulullah So this was the close companionship that Hazrat Abu Bakr enjoyed with Rasulullah Time doesn't permit us to go further into details, but friends and elders, we are well aware of the challenges that we are facing nowadays, that wherein these two beloved companions of Rasulullah companions of Rasulullah if one looks at the hadith and studies the book of hadith, then there are so many hadith we cannot count, wherein a sahabi will mention that I saw Rasulullah and with him was Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar. Nabi Akram entered and with him was Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar. Nabi Akram departed and Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar departed. Many, many ahadiths wherein the name of Rasulullah comes and thereafter the name of Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Umar with him. So these were the two close companions of Rasulullah Unfortunately, we live in an era where they now, these two beloveds, had become a target of attack. May Allah protect us, may Allah save us. Mayatullah grant hidayu to those who find fault in these two beloved companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa A clear sign of their acceptance, my respected brothers. We, there are many, many incidents that are recorded. But let us just look at this one clear sign of their acceptance and their closest to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is that even after their demise, even after their demise, Allah accepted them such that they, were, they became the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa even in their place that they were buried. Even in, the, even in the place that they were buried close to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa This alone is an indication to us 
of their closeness to Rasulullah wasallam. So may Allah give us the realization, the true realization of the maqam and the status of these two great sahaba. And may Allah instill their love in each and every ummati of this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa akhiru dawana alayhi wa alhamdulillahi wa